Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Tuggeranong Indoor Sports Centre for today's clash between the Canberra Transact Capitals and the Bendigo Spirits. We've got uh, we've had John Keogh here with us at the moment. He's been talking with uh, Bernie Harrow, the coach of the Spirit. What did uh, Bernie have to say tonight? Well, obviously, he's looking forward to this game immensely this afternoon, Simon. Really important in the scheme of Bendigo's season here with only a few weeks out from the finals, of course. But he's just unsure how the girls are going to come up after last night's overtime loss to the AIS. And that was heartbreaking in itself. But two of their players played the full 45 minutes last night. Kathleen McLeod and also Karen Ashby. There's also a couple of injury concerns that Bernie Harrow pointed out. Jenna O'Hay still carrying that foot injury. She's had limited training throughout the season, as has Gabby Richards, who was having some work done on her calf just before the game and doing a lot of stretching in front of our sport commentary, sport radio commentary yeah. box as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how Bendigo respond after last night's big game. It was very humid at the AIS as well, Bernie Harrow has said, so that's a real concern for them as well. But it's a real question mark how they're going to respond. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you, you mentioned McLeod and Ashby probably... Probably their two pivot players. They, they may not be the ones that score the most or get the most, you know, stats on the board. But definitely, experience-wise, they, they're really the people running this show. I definitely. And Kathleen McLeod, she is an absolute class act. I've really enjoyed watching her throughout this WNBL season. And you'd have to say she is really the or one of the form point guards in the league. Definitely. Uh, now we've also got with us Michelle Hocking. She was able to catch up with Carrie Graff. Uh, before the game started. What did uh, Graffy have to say today, Michelle? I actually didn't get to spo- speak to Graffy because she was in the change room still, but I spoke to Sandy Ooh, Tomley. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy Tomley, and uh, she said that, you know, today really the Caps are just focused on ensuring that they play their game and they stay focused on what they need to do and that they take be- uh, Bendigo out of what they're comfortable with, so really denying them their execution offensively and that sort of stuff. And, you know, they're aware that uh, after last night's heartbreaking loss in overtime that... Um, you know, it's possible that Bendigo are going to come out here like wounded bulls and really just be playing with complete desperation so that they have sure. to counter that. The other thing that we talked about a bit was the fact that, uh, you know, they got hurt by Bendigo before Christmas with McLeod coming off some really strong ball screens and that defensively they've done a lot of work on, on ensuring that they're both their bigs and their guards do the job on, on defending ball screens and, you know, they've got a few other things in terms of Tracy Beattie's a little bit sore. She took a bit of a knock during the week at training and um, Abby Bishop needs to be focused on ensuring she doesn't get into her early foul trouble. So, you know, Caps are up for this one. It's a big game. Definitely. I mean, they're arguably one of the better backcourts in the league and certainly a very strong defensive team. So uh, I remember that game earlier in the season Talking to the girls, talking to the coaching staff, they were really unhappy with how they played D that night. So you imagine that it's probably, oh, if you're the Caps fan, you're hoping it's not a, a case of lightning strikes twice. <laughs> That's right. And I mean, big games tonight for Jess Bibby and Natalie Hurst. We've got Jess Bibby playing her 200th game in the WNBL. And who would have thought she would ever have got there given the back injury that she had early in her um, in her career and just fantastic to have her back on the floor and Natalie Hurst 150 WNBL games all with the Canberra Capitals Canberra born and bred kid um, yeah, she is going up for that right now yeah <laughs> absolutely loved by this Canberra crowd and uh, I can remember coaching her as like a I think she must have been 12 years old or something <laughs> like that so I've got goosebumps right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's she's really a, a, a local success story she's coming off the bench for the Capitals for a lot of years and really done her apprenticeship and uh, 
as you know, you, there's no denying she's earned her spot in this team and, and as part of this franchise. And, you know, Graffy was talking yesterday in the paper about the fact that really, you know, Natalie needs to be looking, Tully retiring next year will be her team, if you like, that, you know, she can't see any reason why she wouldn't be the starting point guard and it's, it's her, her group to have. So Those cheers going up there for, for Jess Bibby because she mentioned her back injury. I mean, her being able to walk again was apparently something of a miracle, let alone to be able to come back and play at this level. That's and, right. uh, you know, injury aside, Jess Bibby would be one of the, one of the premium guards in the she was an amazing junior yeah. and that early spot in her career she was just brilliant so it's just great to see her playing and, and knocking up a, a big milestone like 200 games yeah and you know Jess is talking about she will be in Tasmania in the off season um, but will be in assistant coaching role just to look after her body a bit and so she can prolong her career and have a little bit of longevity so um yeah, but she'll be she'll be involved still in the off season. Yeah, she's an old one now, isn't she? What, 27? 28, 28 yeah. that's right. <laughs> national anthem. We'll just pause quickly for the national anthem. Okay, now it's time to check out the lineups for this afternoon's game. For the Capitals, number seven, Natalie Hurst. Number nine, Peter Sinclair. Number ten, Abby Bishop. Number eleven, Jess Bibby. Number twelve, Michaela Benny. Number thirteen, Kelly Abrams. Number 21, Jacinta Govind. Number 24, Kelly Hannett. Number 25, Tracy Beattie. Number 40, Krista Hayes. And number 44, Tully Bevilacqua. For the Bendigo Spirit, we've got number 3, Jane Chalmers. Number 4, Kathleen McLeod. Number 5, Andrea Wilson. Number 6, Jenna O'Hay. Number 7, Louise McLean. Number 8, Jasmine Finnegan. Number 9, Gary Richards. Number 11, Andrea Walsh. 14 is Karen Ashby. Number 20, Marita Payne. And number 22, Lisa Pardon. As we are getting ready to tip off, Gab Richards and Tracy Beattie. Beattie knocks it free, but Kathleen McLeod comes away from the ball. Oh, good defensive pressure there. Kel Abrams forces her into a double dribble situation. It'll be a Capitals ball. Just parallel to the baseline. We expect a lot of strong defensive play from Kelly Abrams tonight. Absolutely. She's pretty much a defensive specialist, has been for quite a few years. Tracy B with the ball now. Abrams popped it to Bishop, who drives right. Little hook, he doesn't drop. Fight there between Richards and Tracy Beattie. Richards comes away with it, kicks it forward to McLeod, down to Andrea Walsh. But the little leaner doesn't go. Big board from Abby Bishop. Caps in transition now through Bevilacqua down to Bibby. Bibby's looking inside, cross to Bishop. Bishop to Bevilacqua. Can get ball reversal there. Tough defense in the paint, but Tracy Beatty gets free and a nice feed from Bevilacqua and she finishes off well. When you've got somebody that size, just lob that ball in there and she came over the the top, not in a, a fouling way, but was able to get it over the top of Richards. Richards now with the ball on the right wing for Bendigo. Looking for help, looking a little disorganised. Abby Bishop always knocks it free. Andrea Walsh with the ball now. McLeod pushes it out to O'Hay, who puts up a three. Doesn't go. Scramble for the ball, and Kel Abrams comes up with it. She pushes down the middle, and disorganised Bendigo. Defence just lets her take that one to the basket for an easy layup. It's a nice confidence booster for Kelly Abrams, who offensively hasn't been stroking it this season. Good pressure from Tracy Beattie just leaning that huge frame of hers in, in Gabby Richards' way and forcing her into a pretty ordinary shot. The ball eventually spilling out of bounds of Bendigo hands and it's Capitals to bring it up. Tully Bevilacqua now brings it up the right-hand wing. 
Over to Abrams in the middle. She looks, waits for the set to run through. Dribbles left. Out to the left-hand side. Back to Tully. Through to Jess Bibby. She drives baseline. Little runner just doesn't go. Ashby with the rebound. Kathleen McLeod now brings it up for the Spirit. They're looking disorganised in offence. Capitals doing a very good job early on. To the free throw line to Ashby. She knocks down the jump shot. A lot of experience there. That was good. Uh, O'Have drew the D in the double in the paint and fed Ashby. Ooh, Abby Bishop just in the low post there. Turned around and put up the shot. She's fouled. Shot doesn't drop. Fouls on number 14, Karen Ashby. It'll be her first of the game. That's right. Send Abby Bishop to the line. Caps are leading 4-2. to 7.49 to go in the first quarter. Just get the feeling straight off the bat, Michelle, that uh, Bendigo looking really disorganised in their offence. They're sort of only really scoring off scramble stuff. They're not getting through any of their sets. Yeah, and that's possibly a reflection of the level of pressure that the Capitals are putting them under defensively. Well, as we mentioned, they had a huge game last night, overtime thriller. So uh, it's wise move from the Capitals. Yeah. Bendigo back in control now. Ooh, Jess Bibby just with a little reach there on Andrew Walsh. Nothing too intense, but she'll pick up her first foul of the game. So it'll be Jenna Hay from the sideline. Fouls was something that hurt the uh, Bendigo spirit last night with um, Gabby Richards getting in some early foul trouble and eventually fouling out as well as Jenna O'Hayes. So that was two big players to take out of their lineup, which um, you know, you know, really hurt them against the AIS. But full credit to the guys that came off the bench for Bendigo; they really stuck at it and and did a good job for them. So you know, I think today that uh, Bernie will be certainly looking for those girls to play bigger minutes. Hay gets it into McLeod. She drives baseline, throws it way out wide to Andrea Walsh. She knocks down the three. Looked like a wild pass from McLeod, but she knew what she was doing, obviously. <laughs> That's right. Kel Abrams now in transition. She gets to the free throw line. Drops a little lefting leaning jump shot there. Yeah, that's great to see from Kelly Abrams. As I said earlier, she really offensively hasn't been feeling it this season, but two good scores for her early in the game. That was a nice uh, playground shot there, just fading left. Andrea Walsh with lots of pressure from Bevel Aqua. Ashby in, draws two defenders, kicks it out to Walsh, to Richards, but the shot's no good, and Tully Bevel is up like a rocket. Out to the left wing to Abram. She's open for three. Flat shot, doesn't drop. Uh, big ball. Tracy Beattie just reeled it in. It was about two feet behind her head, and she just pulled it back in. Oh, oh. Bevel Aqua, she's hit the floor. The game started. Great steal. Good anticipation. Read where that pass was going. Oh, yeah, the refs just... Tully did an amazing job to get in the way. She almost jumped in the air, didn't she? And she landed hard on her knees. Yeah. She's a bit slow getting up, too. I'd be a bit slow getting up after yeah. that as well. Oh, you'd have to think Andrea Walsh was a little unlucky on that. She really did have Bevelacqua tied up. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Bevelacqua did a good job. the refs let her go for a long time. There exactly. wasn't really a tussle there. It was just sort of Walsh tying up Bevelacqua and, and nothing was getting called. And, yeah. It was almost like a tension breaker to call <laughs> a foul there in the end on Andrea Walsh. Yeah. And, yeah, she's got, as you said, Michelle, every right to be a little disappointed with that call. Tully's still looking a little... A little sore. The old body doesn't bounce back like it once did, I'd imagine. Oh, Anna Bevelacqua, <laughs> she's, you know, she's been around. She knows yeah. what she's doing. But, yeah, the body can pay the price. She now brings it up to the left-hand side. Oh, floor looks Just slippery Bibby's out there. Just Bibby's gone over. She's all right, though. Great job. There it is again into Tracy B. Little jump there. The refs didn't pick it up. And that's two points. 
they're really doing an excellent job of feeding the ball up nice and high to Tracy because, you know, Bendigo doesn't have the size to compete with that, so they're creating space for her and giving her nice high feeds. Oh, steal from Kelly Abrams. Abrams now going left, throws it up high to Beattie again. She gets position, misses the first one, a lot yes. of pressure. Oh, the call. travel that time. She didn't like it, slapped away the call from the ref. She wasn't happy about that one, but I think he was Trace probably just, right on yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. Get away. Come on, Corcoran, that's not the right call. <laughs> Ashby coming back at him. Oh, oh coast let, to coast. Let let to run down the middle she the had a really impressive outing last night for Bendigo, but she'd be tired. Oh, Tully Bevelacqua with the Veal-esque pass we've seen many years out here at Tuggerong. But it's pulled back out. Just Bibby's got it on the right wing now. Center to Bevelacqua. She's going to drive right all the way. Oh, just knocked free. And according to the ref, it's come off tally last, and it'll be a Bendigo ball. It's pretty fast pace. Pretty frenetic, I was yeah, just going to say. Yeah. It's, it's no rest for the wicked, no rest for commentators either. McLeod now brings it up the right-hand side. She's just near the three. Bit of shake and bake on Bibby. She kicks it out to Walsh for the three again. This time it's short. Bevelacqua comes away with the rebound at the top of the key. Runs down, passes to Bibby. No... Oh, they've oh. called it away. They've Hang got on. an offensive foul there. Apparently, that was an offensive foul. McLeod's been deemed to have good position. A bit hard to see from this position. Yeah, there was but, a lot of traffic between but, um, us. and uh, Yeah, Bibby called for the offensive foul. No score, and that's a good stop. That's a confidence booster for uh, Bendigo to, you know, get a stop in that sort of transition. Canberra are looking a bit dangerous in the transition game, to be honest. Nat only, Hurst has come in. Yeah, only 11-7 uh, the score at the moment, but uh, Canberra's certainly looking dominant. Jane Chalmers now bringing the ball up for Bendigo. She's just coming off that sub. Over to Hay. She's in a bit of trouble. Gabby Richards just inside the three at the top of the key. She knocks down a nice jump shot. Yeah, they're creating some good space for their bigs by drawing the double in the post and then feeding the open player. So if they continue to do that, it might create problems for the Capitals. Abrams on the left-hand wing now. She's isolated with Jenna O'Hay. Good bend. Passes to Bishop. No one came on the cut. Ooh, Abby puts up an awkward shot. Doesn't go. Tracy B with the rebound. Tracy's having she a great outing. Great outing out there. She's doing an excellent job on the boards. And at the defensive end, she's really intimidating. Ooh, just maybe upset and... I reckon rightly so there. She's been called for a reach-in on uh, John, a, a slashing. I think it was. Jenna Hay. Oh, no, okay. sorry, McLeod it was. Coming in, just maybe third foul in only five and a half minutes. So that's not good news for the Capitals. No, and Bevelac was had to come in early and she'll be playing a few more minutes than they would be necessarily wanting her to. So, oh, Ashby drives hard. Good body position. Great recovery. Picked up the loose ball. Got the ball. It's O'Hay on the wing for the three and knocks it down. She's a freakish outside shooter for a, a player of her size. She uh, does that a lot. Just turns around, jacks up the three, and it's more often than not, it's a good shot. Just a little Bevel give Ack and go. Bevelac with a Bishop. Bishop gives it back, and Tully with the reverse. Nice reverse 14 to 12 in the Capitals' favour. Chalmers now for Bendigo, trying to get the break, but decided to pull it back in. Kicks it out to McLeod. She swings it right over the whole court there. Ooh. Oh, boy. Gab Richards got a lot of attention from two players and was able to somehow get the ball through to Jenna O'Hay for the layup. It was good vision from Gabby Richards to see her. She drove hard and, you know, took a bump or two and found the open player. Nice finish from O'Hay. Braithwaite. I'm sorry, got Braithwaite. Beatty. <laughs> there we go. Hurst with a big Natty rebound. Hurst. 
Big rebound from Natty Hurst. Caps set up again offensively. Gone into Bishop in the low post. She's going to work against Ashby. Ooh, Misses hook. the little baby hook. And Bendigo come up with the ball. Chalmers now brings a ball up. Lots of pressure from Nat Hurst, but able to get it up over the halfway. She just settles things down. Kicks it over to the left to Ahay. Ahay now looking for someone to get the ball to. That's a good option, Ashby. Ashby back out to Ahay. Back in to Richards. She's got position, but... Good job. I think it's going to be uh, Abby Bishop called just a little reach over. She yeah. picks up her first personal four now to the Capitals. Yeah, Krista that's... Hayes comes in for the Capitals. You know, that that was good work by Gabby Richards there. She really used her body well, Had got position. good position, yeah. and was just really patient down in the post. You know, of concern for the Capitals, you know, they've got their fourth team foul. There's still three and a bit minutes to go in this quarter. So every time they foul now, you know, they'll be sending Bendigo to the line. And maybe Bendigo can do what the AIs uh, do what they did last night. You know, they scored 17 of their points in the first half from the foul line. So, you know, that's uh, that's danger signs for the Capitals. Bevelacqua now bringing the ball up the right-hand side for the Capitals. She's going about the 45. Drives baseline. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of a lot of contact from Chalmers there. As you hear the crowd in uh, disarray there, she sort of knocked... Tully and Tully spilled the ball out of bounds. A lot of people thinking the foul was what caused the ball to go out of bounds, but no dice as a ref, and it's Bendigo now bringing the ball up through Chalmers. She's out in that right-hand wing. Sets up with the 45, looking for oh, help. Natty Hurst no. almost gets a steal there. Gets a hand in, knocks it free. Great. Valuable seconds off the shot clock. Oh, McLeod. Oh. Caps are getting a little bit frustrated by the foul situation here. They yeah. need to just focus on what they're doing and not let that stuff start to get in their heads. You know, McLeod did a good job driving hard to the basket and drew the foul out of Tracy Beattie. you just got to suck those ones in, girls, and, you know, get on with the game, adjust the way that you're playing. Yeah, last two minutes or so, they've really lost their composure. Kel Abrams, the only one with a cool head, then went over and just had a word to the ref, wanted to know what the call was about. The rest of the girls all... Pretty upset. Bendigo up by four points now. Two minutes 40 to go in the first quarter. Hurst into Beattie. Beattie's in the post. Feeds to Hayes. Hayes out to Abrams on the wing. She drives hard. Finds Beattie in the low post. And she finishes it. Good job. That's a smart move. That's a, a, a captain's play there from Abrams. She just goes to something that's been working for them all all quarter so far. Just to settle things down. Go to a you know, an effective and I wouldn't say easy play, but something that's worked for them. Get it into Trace. Trace gets the foul, slows things down. Timeout being called by the Capitals with 2.28. Bendigo up 19 to 17. This will give the Caps a chance to just cool their jets and, and have a think about what's going on. As we said, they've really lost some composure in the last couple of minutes. Yeah, and look, it's not, you know, um, they're doing a, a pretty good job offensively and defensively they're playing with some real intensity and putting them under a lot of pressure. They've just reacted to a couple of fouls that have been called and, you know, it is frustrating and whatever, but let's face it, you can't change what the ref's going to blow, so you just got to play with it and go with the flow. You know, at the same time, Bendigo's been a little bit unhappy about some of the calls they've been um, blown as well. So, you know, Bendigo would be really pleased with this to have come back. They're about six or seven down early in the quarter and they're up by two now, two and a half minutes to go and importantly, you know, they've got the Caps in a position where they've racked up five team fouls in the in the quarter and, you know, got Jess Bibby sitting on three and that's, 
you know, just Bibby can just bring so much to the game. She's so dynamic and explosive, and when she gets on one of those streaks, watch out. So, um, well, that's sort of. Uh, I think that was maybe a bit of a pivotal point when Bibby was foul, got that third foul, went and sat down, came back in. They got one or two dubious calls again. We saw the ones where Tully Bevelac was sort of drawn a lot of contact, spilled the ball out of bounds. They got upset about that. That uh, the the Bibby call probably the the catalyst of, of that negativity for the Capitals there. John Keogh's been uh, listening in with the coaches. What have they had to say, John? Well, Kerry Graff animated as ever, Simon. <laughs> telling her players no cheap fouls in the final two and a half minutes. And that goes without saying, considering they've given away in excess of five this quarter. She wants to use the girls in the post. The big girls, Tracy Beattie and Abby Bishop. Clearly that's where Canberra had the advantage over Bendigo. And she's called for the banana cut strong. Set play. Right, the old banana cut strong. So keep an eye out for that one. Here we go. Very good. Kel Abrams now. She finds a, a wall of defense, kicks it back out to Bevelacqua. She re-aligns herself on the baseline, gets the pass, and knocks down the three. So Capitals back in front, 20 points to 19. Ooh, oh, wild pass there from, uh, I think that was uh, Finnegan. Finnegan there with a really wild pass out to Hay. She couldn't hold on to it, and the Capitals have control of the ball again. Not the kind of play you want uh, coming out of your timeout if you're Bernie Harrower. Hurst has got the ball on the perimeter. She feeds to Beatty. Cuts off of Beatty. Goes strong. Can't quite get the shot away in there. And uh, up comes Bendigo. McLeod pushing the ball down the floor quickly. Finds Chalmers on the wing. Looks at Ashby on the foul line. Oh, danger signs. Tracy Beatty with her second personal foul. Ashby just quick receive, quick first step and beat Tracy on the first step. And uh, she's called for the holding foul. So she'll go to the line. Trace just really, yeah, leaned there, didn't move her feet. It's a tough matchup for Tracy because Karen Ashby's um quite very quick, agile, quite quick, and so it's a tough matchup for her. She just wasn't quick enough to cover her. As uh, as strong as Tracy Beatty's pluses are, she's her footwork because of her size and stuff, particularly her sideways footwork, isn't great. It is interesting given the fact that Canberra had that height advantage with Beatty, but sometimes. The smallest players and the smaller team can actually use that as an advantage themselves too. Yeah, it's it definitely has advantages and uh, disadvantages. You um, see Krista Hayes with the feed from Kel Abrams there. That was the banana cut strong side. Just the exactly cut what the coach. Side, all right. Just what the coach awarded. Graffy will be chuffed. <laughs> McLeod now at the top of the keyway drops it into Finnegan. She drops right into the key. Oh, good hands. I think it was Kel Abrams there was able to slap it through. She's got Nat Hurst in the paint. Ooh, oh. A lot of contact there. Nothing no call. Cool. Bishop comes away with the ball, though. Slows things up. The crowd going off there. Graffy almost jumped out. Well, she did jump out of her seat. She's not happy. Gone into Bishop in the paint. Goes to work. Ooh. Early foul call. I think that'll be called on O'Hay, who came in to help out uh, Ashby in the paint there. But we'll just wait and see. Waiting for referee Corcoran to um, signal to the bench so we can... Loves the drama. Just going to wait and see what's happening. He goes, approaches the bench. He's not sure what number to call it or not. I personally think it was a... Um, the way he was looking at the punch, in. I thought maybe Finnegan they were going to call it on. No, he has called it on Ashby. Ashby. So there that's her second. But um, Abby needs to make these two. You know, definitely. Even it up. 51 seconds to go in the first quarter. Capitals... Uh, up by two. She knocks down the first three. one. We talked about Nat Hurst's popularity before the game started. How about that crowd when she just got <laughs> knocked to the ground? 
it's going to be riot out here if like that happens again. Abby knocks down both of a free throw, so the Capitals up 24-20, 48 seconds left. Jenna Hay on a tear down the left-hand side. She gets stopped by Abrams. Good defensive play over to McLeod. Back to Ashby. Give and go to McLeod. Krista Hayes calls. Krista Hayes, one. yeah, not yeah, not a lot in it, but maybe just a little overzealous on the I almost the, a clean block. The hand was good, but I think the body sort of connected there. So McLeod is going to go to the line as Krista Hayes picks up her first personal. Man, if this is the uh, I can't see the game going at this pace for four quarters, but uh, it's certainly entertaining to watch at the moment. She knocks down the first free throw, and the second is good too for McLeod. Hayes inbounds to Nathurst. She's takes him slowly up the court. Pass McLeod. Oh, another leaner there. Nathurst called for the offensive, offensive foul. foul. Yeah. Chalmers. That's the third foul, I think, where Chalmers has been able to get in underneath. She's a, a lot like Nathurst. A bit of a pocket rocket and very quick. And is certainly giving the Capitals a, a bit of a headache offensively at the moment. Yeah, she's getting some good position. Yep. 28 seconds to go on the clock. Bendigo have possession. O'Hay feeds Ashby at the Ooh. foul line. Almost turned over. Chalmers comes up with the ball. Back to O'Hay at the point. Back into Ashby at the post. Through to McLeod. She's looking to penetrate. And we've got another foul called there on Bevilacqua. A very Crowds. soft call. Crowd's not happy, but Just I think the, the reality is, there. you know... Caps just have to adjust the way they're playing. It's clear that the referees are going to continue to call the game this way. Uh, make the adjustments, girls, and get on and play the game. Yeah, you can understand where they're getting frustrated. There's a, there's a lot of contact at the Capitals' offensive end, which there isn't getting any, any calls. And then there's, uh, I guess, it could be an unfortunate side effect of the Capitals' defense. It is pretty tight at the moment. Yeah. There's not a lot of cutting and slashing for Bendigo, so it's all one-on-one. Easy to pick up those simple fouls. When there's a lot of traffic down the other end, it's very hard. Nathurst now bringing the ball up. Seven seconds to go. Caps by one. Pull-up jump shot is no good. Krista Hayes with a great rebound. Oh, good job. Oh, unfortunate. Hayes got a great rebound and found Hurst, who made a good dump into uh, Abrams for that last shot, but unfortunately she wasn't able to make it. What a great quarter. It's been really quick out there. Capitals are leading 24-23 at the quarter time break. Uh, you know, but the, I guess the key for the Capitals here is they've got a few players with some foul problems and they'll need to adjust defensively. Yeah, just get mentally back into the game and uh, and just get on control of... Make sure they're playing their own game. Make sure they're not getting into that run and gun stuff where they're getting into trouble offensively with that. They're trying to blast through the key there. It is pretty physical. Refs aren't going to pick up a lot of those fouls, so they just need to settle it down, run through their stuff, and uh, get back into the game. We've still got a, another 30 minutes to go, and we're hoping that it's not going to be quite this intense. That's right. Early on in the quarter, when you th- when uh, you know the Capitals had a good lead, it was because they were doing the basics, which was getting good ball reversal, um, you know, getting some good solid penetration, which was creating some opportunities for Tracy B down in the paint because the defense had to come out and respect the perimeter players, and and it opens up some space inside for Tracy B, um, who had a really good start to that quarter. Very As good. Kelly Abrams has had a great quarter. Yep. I think probably for my mind, it's the best quarter. 
daughter of basketball I've seen her play this season. So I think she's having a really good outing. And, uh, you, know, it, I, you know, it's early days. Quarter uh, of the game is gone. One point the difference. And uh, I think it's going to be a very tight, exciting game. Just having a quick look at the stats for the moment. Uh, leading the point scoring for Bendigo, Kathleen McLeod's on six points. Then we've got uh, Karen Ashby and Jenna Hay on five. Gabby Richards on four for the Capitals. Well, we've just been talking about it. Tracy Beattie, ten points. Of, uh, you know, easy one-foot jump shot, you know, little leaner things. Been doing a great job there. Kel Abrams with seven points in the quarter. That's That would be a quarter high for the season, I'd imagine. <laughs> she has been quiet this quarter. And uh, they're 24 to 23. The Capitals are leading it. At the quarter time break, uh, John Keogh's just been over talking with or listening in with the uh, with both coaches. Yeah, I was having a listen to Bernie Harrower to see what he had to say at the quarter time break. Pretty upbeat. He'd be pretty happy with that first quarter. Only a point down. Pretty aggressive as well, wasn't it? But uh, look, he's looking for the girls to help out their teammates a little bit more because we know there's a lot of one on one pressure out there at the moment, and also for the Bendigo Spirit to create some space for their teammates as well because it is quite congested. And he's just looking them to continue on some of that good form from the first quarter. Well, we're in for another tight second second quarter, I'd imagine. So the girls come out onto the floor. Bendigo are coming out with Chalmers, McLeod, Ashby, O'Hay and Richards. For the Capitals, we've got Bevilacqua, Abrams, Beattie, Bishop and Hurst. So Jess Bibby is still sitting. She's got a little bit of a concern with her foul problem. So here we go. Abrams, the inbound pass to Tally Bevilacqua to get things underway in the second quarter here at Southern Cross Stadium in Canberra. The Capitals leading 24-23. It's third versus fifth on the WNBL ladder. Round 15, Beattie turnaround, Jay, from just outside the key. It dropped off the basket. Exactly what the Capitals need to do. Isolate Tracy B in the, in the paint and feed her the ball. It's a way to start the quarter. Chalmers with the ball, carrying duties at the moment. Playing number one role, that's interesting. McLeod generally bringing the ball up the floor in the first quarter. Ashby now, little low bounce pass down inside the paint to O'Hay. Kicks it back outside to Richards. Her toe just inside the three-point line, but she hit the two-pointer anyway. Yeah, and that's one of the advantages that you have with a Gabby Richards. She's great back to the basket in the paint, but she can also step outside and knock down those... uh you know, 20-foot jumpers. That's the second one of those she's hit this afternoon here at Southern Cross Stadium. Abrams fires and connects just inside the three-point line. That's good. You know, Kelly, we talked at the quarter break about the game that Kelly's having so far. Captain's game, critical game. She's really doing the job for the Caps. Here's Chalmers on the right-hand perimeter. Kicks it into O'Hay. She's going to work on Abrams. Little hook shot. Almost got her own rebound. And then Tracy Beattie knocks it out of court. And referee Peter Wright calls it a Bendigo spirit ball. They'll have an inbound pass right in front of the Sport Radio commentary booth. That's right. Five seconds to go on the shot clock, so they're going to have to run a quick inbounds play here and get an early shot. O'Hay looking to go to McLeod. Thought about it. Got got it to Richards, who faked the shot from just inside the triple. Works inside the paint. Somehow threw up a prayer. And how did that drop, Michelle? I don't know, but whatever it was, it worked. That's exactly what they needed. Still a one-point ball game here. It was almost a underarm bucket shot from shoulder height, if (laughs) that's that's possible. Missing the shot there was Bishop. Here comes McLeod, penetrating, dribble down the court, goes all the way, puts up the shot, and they're on a 6-0 run here at the moment. They've scored the last six points. Bendigo, good work from them. Absolutely. I haven't seen McLeod penetrate and pull up on the jump shot too often. That's good to see her getting that into her game. Terrific play, Kathleen McLeod. So Bendigo back in front with their noses, 29-28. Beatty, great pass from Kelly Abrams. 
Absolutely, again, you know, they're just playing a great two-man game there with Abrams making the feed into Beattie there. It's exactly what they need to do. Defensively, they need to come up with a stop here, Canberra. They can't allow the, um, you know, frustration with the ref calls to stop them playing aggressive defence. Ohay receiving from Ashby, who goes to work inside now with Richards. Uh, Beattie, a big block on Richards. Nice work from her, then pulled down what was effectively a rebound. First down the court, relay pass to Abrams, goes all the way down the left-hand lane. Fantastic transition, Natalie Hurst just drew that defence beautifully and fed it to Abrams, running the lane superbly and finished off that one. Ashby kicks it to the right-hand side, it's with Chalmers, doesn't pick up the dribble, passes to O'Hay, turnaround, Jay off the glass, shoots truly. Yeah, just got caught up defensively on that cut action there and uh, good job by O'Hay to finish that one off. Now with Bishop, kicks it to Beatty around the perimeter. Tully Bevilacqua fakes the pass, then goes to Abrams. Round to the right-hand side with Hurst. Drives now, baseline, works her way under the ring. Lovely little layup over the top of her head, Natalie Hurst. Great reverse lay-in. Here comes Ashby with the outlet pass from O'Hay. Missed the lane. She might have made that, though. Great work from Tracy Beatty, the defensive end, Michelle. Absolutely. Here we go. Caps are back in transition. Hurst has got the ball on the 45, looking to penetrate. Run and gun basketball at the moment. Both teams really penetrating up the court. Beattie receives a lob pass from Abrams. And then there's a soft foul against Bendigo. I think it may be going against Chalmers. For a hand on the fa- a foul on the hand of Tracy Beattie. Look, you know, I don't know what the stat sheets have, but I'd have to say right now, the Tracy Beattie-Kelly-Abrams um, comp combination is absolutely killing Bendigo and as I say that, guess what, they're both taking a seat, there you go Here's Hurst to Sinclair who's on for her first minutes of the afternoon Bevilacqua passes to Bishop she got crunched as she threw up the shot from just inside the key, outlet pass now from O'Hay, working it to her teammate there, Pardon around the other side of the perimeter now with Ashby Ashby thought about the pass down low to Pardon, picks up the dribble Pardon set a screen against Hayes there. It wasn't successful in the end, though. Ball kicked back outside to O'Hay. O'Hay, bounce pass. Four seconds left on the shot clock. It's out of court on the Canberra Capitals. Now there's only three seconds left. Inbound pass for the Bendigo Spirit offensive baseline. That's all right. Caps will have to dig in here and ensure they defend the shooter. O'Hay, oh. oh, bounce pass under the basket. That was too easy to Ashby, who goes, thank you very much, and she puts in the shot. Absolutely. 34-33, the Capitals leading Bendigo. Five minutes 55 remaining in this second quarter. Hurst draws the foul. That one called against Lisa Pardon. Hurst looking to go past her on the right-hand dribble. And Pardon just gave her a little shoulder check. That's exactly right. And I think the Capitals are running specific plays here where they're looking to isolate players on the 45 and get that quick penetration, looking to draw some of that. Peter Sinclair passes to Bishop, goes back to Sinclair. Now at the left-hand perimeter. Hurst fires and doesn't connect, though. Looks good off the hand. Just hit the back of the iron, though. Richards ripped down the rebound. Pass down the court from O'Hay. Oh, it's knocked out of court. It's against Hurst. Clever play there from Pardon. She managed to knock it onto Hurst, who knocked it out of court. Offensive baseline for the Spirit. We've got a timeout called. We've got Bendigo blowing the timeout here. I, you know... It's been pretty fast-paced again, hasn't it, John? Absolutely. <laughs> you just wonder where that's going to lead Bendigo towards the later part of this game. I mean, they're competing terrifically at the moment, down by a point, 34-33, with five and a half minutes remaining in this second quarter. But given the fact they're coming off an overtime loss just last night, right. it'll be interesting to see how the girls go in the second half with that. Exactly, and the Capitals will be well aware of that. I mean, particularly McLean... 
Kathleen McLeod and uh, Karen Ashby, who both played the full 45 minutes of the game, yes. you know. And uh, Gabby's, you know, not 100%. She's still, um, and Jenna O'Hay's still got a sore foot and not training, full training load. So, you know, that will take a toll on these girls during the game. And so. Bernie Harrower probably doesn't have the same luxury of the depth on the bench that the Capitals have at the other end of the court with coach Kerry Graff, who's able to rotate quite a few players through off the bench. He's sort of relying on about the same, probably seven players, it'd be fair to say, and generally five of them. Simon Peters was listening to the coaches. What they have to say, Simon? Yeah, just listening in on the Bendigo one. Very cool, almost laid-back Bernie Harrow were just talking about what they needed to do. He's, no, he's under no sort of pressure. Uh, he talked a lot about trying to deny that Capitals dribble penetration, trying to get in there and, and take advantage of the fact that Tracy B is off the floor at the moment. He's given Gab Richards a rest. So uh, I'm looking for them to maybe go a little bit smaller and uh, not have to worry so much about Tracy Beatty. So lining up for the Capitals, Bishop out there at the moment. O'Hay's going to have the inbound pass with 17 seconds remaining on the shot clock. Has to be quick, passes it in, immediately slapped out of court by Abby Bishop. She was using some of her netball defensive skills there, Abby. She was formerly a South Australian representative at that sport. Came in handy there, Michelle. It did, and you know, I'm not surprised Bernie was a bit laid back. He's pretty calm, cool and collected. He's got so much experience. He's been around forever, and gosh, he's been around forever. That's all I have to say <laughs> on that one. So, you know, he, he's been in these pressure situations, and it's really important, too, for the girls to get that. I think it's, you know, as a coach, you've got to remain composed and, and try and be a calming influence in games like this. So here come the Bendigo Spirit in offense with 10 seconds remaining now on the shot clock. O'Hay has the ball against Bishop, passes to Pardon. Pardon goes to the elbow. Oh. Underarm bucket pass intended for Ashby. She tripped over, unfortunately, there. Lisa Pardon hit the deck very hard. It's out of court on the Spirit. That's right. Capitals got possession. Oh, Tully Bevilacqua, the ball-carrying duties, being guarded by Kathleen McLeod. Dribbles through her legs, almost lost control of it there, Tully. Regathered the basketball, though. Passes to Hurst outside the perimeter. Goes down to the low post. Hayes, turn around, hook shot, oh, can't make it. Rebound. Somehow, the smallest player on the court, Natalie Hurst, ripped down the offensive <laughs> rebound. She came from nowhere. In her 150th game tonight, Natalie Hurst, here she is in the right-hand corner, pulls up for the triple, just overcooked it slightly. Both her triples have looked... Pretty good off the hand, those attempts this quarter. They just haven't quite dropped, Michelle. Well, they haven't, but she has to keep taking them, you know. You've got to make the players respect you, and she's, she, they will drop. And we know the way she can shoot the ball. So. McLean to Ashby, working it around the perimeter. Now with McLeod, the Benedigo Spirit, 4 minutes 46, 34-33, the Capitals leading. Here's O'Hay, fires from a long way. Doesn't hit anything, it's an air ball. Bishop rips down the rebound. Dribbles down the court, outlet pass to Hurst. Getting back there, though, was McLean. Good defensive work from her. Now Hurst feeds into the low post again. Bishop tries to put up a little Great almost game. hook shot. Uh, Krista Hayes ripped down the offensive rebound. Yeah, good boards from Hayes there and kept setting up again, getting the half-court game going. Bevilacqua on the right-hand perimeter. Passes to Hayes. Back to Bevilacqua now, being guarded by... Lisa Powden. Oh, Hurst somehow got away. Set a nice screen there by Krista Hayes. Drove down the left-hand lane and chopped one for her troubles. A foul called. Louise McLean called on that one. You know, and, I mean, she sort of <laughs> looked at the ref as if to say, what was that for, ref? But quite clearly she reached in there and it was an obvious one to be blown. But Hurst will go to the line. A little bit of a problem here for um, Bendigo. You know, four and, a minute, four and a bit minutes to go in the quarter. They're sitting on three team fouls. Caps have none at the moment. You know, they don't want to rack up too many more and be sending the Capitals to the line. Cause, Natalie um, Hurst, sorry, makes one of two free throws there, but Bishop ripped down the rebound and kicked it back outside to Bevilacqua. 
So another shot here for the Capitals, 24 seconds. Sinclair with the basketball, passes to Bishop. Being set a screen by Bevilacqua, kicks it outside to left-hand perimeter. Hurst tried to feed it inside to Sinclair, and then Pardon knocked it out of court when she was trying to intercept. So it'll be another Capitals ball, 13 seconds on the shot. That's right. Caps are doing a good job here. You know, they've got Beattie and Abrams off the floor who were really dominating for them early in the game. So they've held themselves well. It's good to see. Hurst almost tempted into the triple attempt. Oh, instead, lovely little dish to Hayes, who probably should have done better on that shot. Oh, hey, the rebound. Outlet pass to McLeod. Pardon in the left-hand corner. Fires and connects. Great triple from Lisa Pardon. An important one for them, too. That's puts them back into the lead now. So they're up 36-35, 3 minutes 30 to go. Pardon me if you don't mind, Lisa Powden setting up a one-point lead here for the Bendigo Spirit. They're not going away from the camera capitals. Bevilacqua drives down the right-hand lane. Lovely little lane. Yeah, and that's exactly what Bernie was talking about in that timeout, was cutting down the dribble penetration from the Caps, and they haven't been able to do that yet. Hello. Abby Bishop's called for a foul on Jenner O'Hay, a second personal. Thank you very much, Simon Peters. That's the Capitals' first of the quarter. Gabrielle Richards checking back into the game for the Spirit. I'd imagine Graffy would be thinking about putting Beattie back on the floor with Richards back out there. So. Oh, you've read her mind beautifully, Michelle. Here she comes. I should coach. <laughs> you are a former coach of the Canberra Capitals, we should point out, Michelle. So you know this team probably as well as anyone. Certainly better than I do, that is for sure. Here's Gabrielle Richards with the basketball. Almost lost it. Kicked it back outside now with McLean. McLean pulls up at the elbow. No one guarding her, so decides to take the two-point shot and makes the bucket. Yeah, just a communication breakdown there from the Capitals. They really needed to talk that up and have someone defend the player. Back into Beattie in the post. Working around. Bevilacqua now. Outlet pass. Sinclair fires. Can't hit it, though. Gabrielle Richards. Pulled down the rebound. Oh, great pass there from Pardon. Down the court to McLean. McLean back to Pardon. Waxing beautifully those two. Oh, disappointing shot though from Lisa Pardon. Didn't yeah. hit anything. It was out of court. Bit of an air ball there. We've got Kelly Abrams coming back in for Pete Sinclair now. Peter Sinclair probably played about five minutes there as well. Continuous for the Capitals. Yeah, in recent weeks she's been getting good little spurts of court time like that and has been doing a good job in holding her own. So, you know, that gives Graffy a little bit more freedom to be able to rotate players through. She's looking quite fit as well at the moment, Peter Sinclair. Here comes Krista Hayes. Bounce pass to the low post. A beady Turn around. Oh, I did a lap of the ring and it dropped. She's, she's striking it tonight, so it's good to see. And it's good to see her mixing up her moves, you know. Nice, strong back-to-the-basket move, short-range jump shot there. Well, it's, it's good to see them mixing it up. Got the shooters well. McLeod tries to set up Ashby, who drives the elbow, kicks it to Pardon. She's hit one from here already. Couldn't make it two from the three-point line, though. Bevilacqua now penetrating down the court, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Pardon. Kicked it out cleverly to Hurst, all on her own at the three-point line. Can't make it. And Ashby's... Gets the defensive rebound, and then Bev Lacqua, probably an unnecessary foul on yeah. Kathleen McLeod as she dribbled it down the court because there were enough Capitals players back. Well, yeah, you know, and she's probably just a little overzealous with that one. Natalie Hurst isn't knocking down the threes at the moment, but she's still doing a good job offensively for them. So, oh, oh she knocked it away from Lisa Powden. Yeah. Out of court on Natalie Hurst, though. 39-38 the score. Capitals leading the Bendigo Spirit. One minute 27 remaining in this half, and... Coach of the Canberra Capitals, that would be Kerry Graff, is called a timeout. Yeah, she wants to talk about 
a little bit. So, you know, one and a half minutes to go in this quarter. They're one point up. Should just be talking about locking down defensively, making sure that they containing Bendigo and certainly, you know, um, ensuring that they uh, don't give them anything easy in this last minute and a half so that they can go to the break with, you know, a, a solid performance in this quarter. At the offensive end of the floor, I'd imagine she'd be going back to talking to them about, you know, ensuring that they're looking to get some good dribble penetration and that they're looking to find Tracy B um, and Krista Hayes in the paint, which is where they were getting some really good mileage early on. Interesting looking at the scores, 39-38 with a minute and a half remaining in this half. So we're on track for about an 80-point game per team. If you look to the scores from last weekend between these teams, 69-62. So there's a few points going... Uh, a few more points being added tonight, Michelle, uh, this afternoon, Michelle, compared to last week. Yeah, it is. And it's unusual for the Caps to sort of score around the 80-point mark. They're um, not generally that... Um, they're more of a defensive unit, I guess you could say. That's not to say that they haven't got some fantastic firepower, but generally they pride themselves on defence and like to keep, you know, teams to a really low score. So, um, you know, they'd be looking at that. Simon Peters was listening to Coach Kerry Graff. What do you have to say, Simon? Yeah, she's just got concerns that Bendigo are starting to get their pick and roll, which we talked at the beginning of the game. That really hurt them last time these two, two, two teams met. She's concerned that they've got away with that a couple of times. She really wants them to close that down and deny that uh, opportunity for Bendigo. McLeod, a fresh 24 seconds here. The Bendigo spirit came out with the ball after Richards missed the shot. McLean, Ashby... Give it back to McLean, then set a screen for her. Couldn't hit the bucket, though. And pulling down the board is Tracy Beatty. Bevel Aqua walks the ball into the front court. Couples the... will just be setting up their half-court game here. Just dribbling around, Bevel Aqua now. Bounce pass to Hurst. Gets it to Abrams. Throws up the shot at the free-throw line. Great defensive work, though, from... I think it was McLean who got a hand to that shot of Kelly Abrams. McLean emerges with the basketball now. Passes to Gabrielle Richards. Oh... Looking for Ashby with the pass down in the, towards the lower end of the key, and it was knocked out of court. Yeah, just wild pass that one there. Certainly she was looking for Ashby, but wasn't able to execute it. 37 seconds to go in this quarter. Caps have got possession. And a one-point lead. Here's Hurst down the right-hand lane. Goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with Richards. Oh, Hurst emerges with the basketball after she missed the shot, but she was standing out of court when she grabbed it. So... Full court press here coming for the Capitals. Now they retreat back towards the defensive half of the court. So there's 20 seconds remaining in the half. There's about two seconds between shot clock and game clock. So Bendigo could have the last shot here almost. The Capitals may get one opportunity. McLeod's gone down in the key. She gets to her feet now. Down to four seconds on the shot. Here's McLean! Big three. Nails the triple right on half time. Yeah. And that is a big basket in the scheme of this game. As Ben Blackwood throws up the prayer from half court. Couldn't do a Nicole Hunt. No, well, but, but McLean last night in the game against the AIS, when they came out for the overtime, started overtime, McLean came out and knocked down two huge three-pointers to start the um, overtime period for, uh, for Bendigo. So she's certainly capable of knocking down those big shots. So, yeah, caps down by two at the, at the halftime break. And um, probably not the way that Carrie wanted them to finish off that quarter because, uh, you know, certainly... Bendigo for that last you know minute or so seemed to be a little bit more um, composed with what they were doing. Scores at halftime at Southern and Cross Stadium here in Canberra. The Bendigo Spirit 41 leading the Canberra Capitals 39. Back soon with more Round 15 WNBL action on Sport Radio. Welcome back to Southern Cross Stadium as we're getting ready to roll. 
on the second half of today's game. At the moment, it's 41-39 to with the Bendigo Spirit up by two points. Uh, Michelle's got the stats in front of her. She's just going to talk us through some of the highlights. Yeah, look, I think it's pretty even across the stats uh, board, which is reflected in the in the score. But uh, one of the key differences is the shooting percentage for both teams. At the moment, we've got the Bendigo groups uh, shooting at 54% and the Capitals are only shooting at 42%. So, uh, you know, that's quite a significant difference. Across the board, though, all the other stats are looking pretty even, with the exception of the rebounding situation. Caps are coming up with 23 boards in that half, and uh, the Bendigo team coming up with 16. So, well, that un- percentage sort of explains it, because it, it, we've said through the call that the, the Capitals have looked like they're in charge, like they're, they've got the upper edge, but then you see that down at two points at, yeah. at quarter time, and that, that sort of explains it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. We've got, you know, we've got 18. Tracy Beattie's got 18 points for the Caps. Kelly Abrams has got 11 for the Bendigo group. We've got uh, both Richards and McLeod sitting on eight apiece and Ashby and O'Hay with seven each. So, uh, you know, that they're spreading the scoring around a bit more than the Capitals are at this stage. So it's going to be another tight half of basketball. Uh, you know, teams have had their break at the halftime, would have talked about what they need to do differently and we'll just uh, wait and see what comes of it. Okay, for Bendigo, we've got O'Hay, Walsh, McLeod, Richards and Ashby, their, their original starting five, are back out there for the Capitals. Jess Bibby back on for the first time in 15 minutes since she got, picked up a third foul. Bevelacqua, Bibby, Abrams, uh, Tracy Beattie, and Abby Bishop. The Bees. Bee City. <laughs> <laughs> We're away. Uh, Bendigo with first position. McLeod in the point. Feeds to Ashby at the post. Ashby's looking to operate. Finds O'Hay on the bend cart and she knocks yeah. down a long range two to get the Bendigo group off to the good start. She just turns and shoots and it's a beautiful shot every time. Tracy Beattie at the top of the key now. Flicks it left over to Jess Bibby. Back into Beattie. Beattie goes back out to Bibby who's got the free look at the three point shot. Doesn't drop. Now it's Bendigo in transition. Down to Walsh. She flicks it Top of the key to Richards, over to Jenna Hay on the right-hand side. She's got Tully Bevelacqua guarding. She flicks it back to McLeod. McLeod trying to get past Abrams. Nothing going there. Flicks it over to Walsh, into Hay, who flicks it up and gets the nice two under a fair bit of pressure from the Capitals. Didn't look good, but it was effective. (laughs) Kel Abrams now. She's got the ball right-hand wing just outside the three. Runs the play. Beatty over to Bevelacqua. Just nice and patient offense for the Capitals at the moment. Abby Bishop at the top of the key. Knocks down a three. It's a good shot from... Textbook play. They just ran things nice and easy through that. Absolutely. There's something wrong with the clock here. The clock's still running. Venture talking to the referees. So we're not entirely sure what the situation clock is here. Now. Stop the clock now. Not sure whether there was a question over whether it was a three-pointer down the other end of the floor earlier from um, just been given yeah. the signal that it's a two I the don't two, know whether they're talking about Abby Bendigo. Bishop's shot or the, yeah, the no Bendigo the Bendigo one. one Bernie Harrow was questioning whether it was a two or three right. now we're back in play McLeod's bringing the ball up for Bendigo Bevelac was putting her under some pressure in the backcourt she's able to get it across gets it to Walsh on the wing got some cut action out of O'Hay in the post O'Hay's going to work. Strong move, not able to make it. Gets her own rebound. Gets it up. Tracy B comes up with the second attempt. Capitals are off and running. We've got Bibby running the lane hard. Pulls up. 
Oh, knocks it There's down. There's the BB factor. The BB factor is in the game. <laughs> First touch, really, in this second quarter, second half, and she scores. McLeod now swings it right to Walsh over to Ashby. Drops it in the post to Gabby Richards, but that's been a bit of a signature of this game for Bendigo. Some pretty loose passing. Yeah, particularly it seems to be on cut action. They just don't be able to um, get their timing right or something. They're yeah. just missing players. Certainly they're... Too zealous, not enough patience sometimes. Yeah. Bibby now brings the ball up for the Capitals over to the right-hand wing. Just swings it through top to Tully. Tully back to Bibby, down to Kel Abram. She gets it inside to Abby Bishop for the easy turnaround too. And the Capitals back in the lead. 46 plays 45 with 7.35 left in the third quarter. Yeah, and that's Bishop's got five points in this quarter. She only had three for the whole, whole entire first half. So uh, she's starting to pull out some scoring. Jenna Hay bringing the ball up. Capitals doing a good good job of denying any easy ball carrying for Bendigo as Walsh throws up a three and Tracy B pulls up the rebound. Now it's a caps in transition. Abby Bishop with it down at the low post under quite a bit of pressure. Chad Walsh and McLeod it is over there really applying a lot of pressure to her in the corner but they've knocked it free and Kel Abrams will have it with the baseline ball. Kicks it into Bibby. No one on her. Oh! In and Just out. rattles out, but Abby Bishop comes away with the rebound. She can't get it to drop. Tracy Beatty with the rebound, and she's fouled. So great rebounding and, and great persistence there. That's Jenna the Hay called with that one. I'm not sure that's her second personal foul. Tracy B will go to the line. Be looking to make both of these and extend the Capitals' lead. They're up 46-45, seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Ice is the first one. Lines it up and drops the second. She's having a so great game. So the Capitals game. up by three. McLeod now bringing the ball. A lot of pressure there from Bevelacqua. Just stalking her up the court. She changes, tries to go middle. Really soft stuff on Tully. She gets her third personal call on her. Really not a lot in that. You compare it with some of the stuff they've let go, but still a foul. Capitals need to take it. On board, McLeod now out to Richards at the top of the key. Couple of steps in, pull up jump shot is short. Ooh, and I think they might just have, Bibby. Might have called and, that on Gabby Richards, I think. Yep, Bibby and Richards both fighting for the ball there, and the foul's being called on Gab Richards. It's only her first of the game. Probably one I reckon that you'd just let go, wouldn't you? Didn't have any impact on the play, but anyway, refs have blown it. Bevelac was bringing the ball up for the Capitals. Looking to set their play. Looks like they're going to run that banana bend cut. Where are we? <laughs> there we go. Oh, Bevelacqua into Bishop in the post. She's looking to go to work against Ashby. Ashby feeds it back out to Bevelacqua. Dribble penetration. Pull up Jay at the foul oh, line. Nice. Knocks it down. Poetic little move there from Tully. She just floats across and pops up the Jay. McLeod now, left-hand side of the key. Abrams watching her. She drives right. Kel Abrams still there. Bad pass again. Tully Bevelacqua picks it off, gets a pass back to Abs. Oh, oh misses the layup. Just a bit deep under the basket, Kel Abrams, and really had to, uh, yeah, got herself into a bit of trouble. O'Hay now looks to drive baseline, pulls up for the shot, no good. Ooh, bodies on the floor again. Intense rebounding contest in this game. Jenna O'Hay's got it again. She dishes it out to Ashby. Knocks About down a 15 footer down on the baseline, drops it in. She can do that. 
Karen Ashby. She'll knock down those short-range jumpers. Nice boy. shooter, yeah, that mid-range level. Tully now running the play. Kicks it out to Abrams. Back to Bevelacqua at the top of the key. A lot of cut action from the Capitals. Gets it into Bishop. She goes. Nice move. Oh, nice change of direction. Dropped left, went to the centre of the key and then dropped back down into the low post. And gets it easy too. Great step around. McLeod now. Up the right-hand wing for Bendigo. Looking to get something happening. She's a lot of traffic between her and the basket. Down to Gabby Richards. She stepped out of bounds and they've called a foul. They've called yeah, a foul. Called a foul Tracy Beatty. So that will be her third personal. Third personal on Tracy. She's having a really good game. Andrea Walsh is taking a bit of a rest and we've got Chalmers coming in. She created some problems for the Caps early on in her minutes in the first half. Natty Hurst coming on for Tully Bevilacqua. So that's uh, probably a good negation there. <laughs> Nat Hurst on Chalmers. Both quick. She now Chalmers out to Ashby who tries to drive baseline. Stopped by Bishop. Dishes it to Richards, who drives into the centre of the key. Oh, that's Ungainly Tracy. shot, but it's going to be a foul. And be Tracy B's fourth foul. Yeah. There was really a dubious drive and, and not a good shot. No. Not exactly the one you want to be fouling, but <laughs> it's easy to look at those in hindsight or when you're sitting here at the yeah. score bench watching that. Krista Hayes is coming in for Tracy. Tracy's taking a rest. She must have racked up about 22, 24 points now. So. Yeah, she's having a great game. Gab Richards misses the first of those free throws. So Capitals. the game sort of seems to be evening out now a little. Makes she hits the second. second one. Capitals up by four points, 52 to 48. We've got Hurst bringing the ball up into some pressure from McLeod. Looking to reverse the ball. Hayes at the top. Cross to Abrams. O'Hay gets a hand on it. Knocks out of bounds. Canberra's ball still. Abrams will inbound it. Through to Hayes, back to Abrams on the handoff. Bibby in the corner, looking to drive hard along the baseline, finds Hayes and knocks it down. <laughs> Good penetration from Jess Bibby, found Hayes stepping into the hole and it's an easy two points for the Capitals. That's the level of player she is. She drew two defenders on that baseline drive. A Hay now with the ball, left-hand wing. Natty Hurst defending up in the face but dishes it off. Out to Ashby, she drives in. Good deep from Abby Bishop. Oh, wow. Bit of bump there, no foul call. And Ashby ended up tripping over, and they've called travel on her. So, yeah, she's she's having a word to the ref. One. She just no. wants to know what exactly they're thinking so that she can try to adjust the game next time. <laughs> Capitals and ball. Technically, in the end, probably the right call, but maybe questioning why there wasn't a call earlier. Yeah. Abrams now, the top of the key for the Capitals. Running through, she splits it down the right hand side. Just Bibby stripped, stripped by McLeod, but comes back up with it. Come away with it. She keeps possession. They call up. And the arrow's the going the Capitals, the, arrow's way. the Capitals way. Yeah, the horrible possession arrow. Yeah, a few bodies on the floor there, so the floor wipers are out to deal with the moisture problem. Capitals are leading 54-48, 3 minutes 54 to go in the third quarter. Foul count's fairly even, so there's no problems here with either team being in any sort of trouble that way. And um, The Caps would be happy with the score. Pretty tight, and yep. the pace has slowed down a bit. We talked about how the first half was a fairly quick-paced game, and I think you know that's taken its toll a little bit on the, on the teams, and it's slowed down a wee bit at the moment. 
Oh, it's slippery out there. Yeah, Bishop knocked down on the entry pass. Krista Hayes got really nice position, but just couldn't get the shot to drop. Natty Hurst comes away with the rebound. She's going to slow things down and run a play for the Capitals. Gets it through to Hayes on the left hand. She drives baseline, passes. Oh, got quite a bit of contact there from Did, Bishop. Oh, sorry, from Richards and Ashby. Doing the right thing, looking to find Bishop stepping into hole, but couldn't quite execute the pass. Chalmers bringing the ball up under pressure from Bibby. Feeds it to McLeod on the 45. Looking to go to Richards in the post. Richards against Hayes in the post. Looking to back the basket move. Step around. Nice, nice job. Smooth. Nice smooth move. From Rock uh, solid there from Gabby Richards. Gabby Kel Abrams, Abrams now drives into the key. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of hands in the lanes. Hands going for that ball. It's Gee, you really have to watch your possession. Both teams here. Yeah, it's, it's the defense is really starting to disrupt both teams at both ends of the floor. They're not getting anything easy offensively. Uh, this is good defense from the Caps. They almost got caught with the violation in the backcourt there. Chalmers comes away, full court jump, jumper at the short range, can't make it, but gets her own rebound. It's a breakdown there from the Caps. Oh, oh wow. Abby Bishop came out of left field there. Just sort of swatted. I don't think it hit her hand. I think it actually, she blocked it with her arm. With her elbow. <laughs> halfway up her arm there. She was just flying through. McLeod was uh, attempting the layup there, and uh, Bishop said, not in my house. <laughs> shut that down. Richards now with the ball, right-hand side. Flicks it to Chalmers. She swings it across, back down to McLeod. She's going to try to shake and bake against Bevilacqua. Picked off the screen from Richards. She's now got the ball. Takes it inside. Oh, lucky bounce falls. Krista... Hayes' way, and the Capitals come up with it. Jess Bibby now on the left-hand side, flicks it to Hayes, swings it across to Tully Bevilacqua. She's going to get it inside to Bishop. She backs it in. Ooh, just a bit of a short arm on the hook there. Kathleen McLeod now brings it up court. Ahay takes it right, just settles things down, tries to get it a nice look. Ashby inside, goes baseline. Wow, an awkward-looking... Way to get to the basket, but she got there, and the easy two. 54-52 now in Capitals' favour. Bendigo exploiting that mismatch there for Cal Abrams. Bibby's got the ball at the point, looking for Abrams in the corner. She looks to penetrate, kicks it back out to Bishop. Bishop from short range, knocks down the two. Now we've got uh, Chalmers bringing the ball up for the Spirit. Down by four, 56-52. Ashby now brings it middle, switches it over to a hate, still at the top of the key. Capitals not giving them any easy look at the basket. Ashby now flicks it back out to Chalmers for the three. Oh, she oh drops net. it in from the 45. And uh, a bit of a bailout there. Capitals did a very good job. Just that last that last extra pass, which is always a dangerous one. Tully Bevilacqua now with the ball at the top of the key. She now flicks it. Over to Tully. Tully pops up the ball. Just above the free throw line. Knocks down the two. Ooh, what an offensive call on Jenna O'Hay. She's a bit bemused by it all. Not quite sure what happened. Yeah, well, you know, she just stepped across in the way of Jess Bibby as she was trying to defend and got called on an offensive foul. Probably not the smartest foul she's ever... But anyway, Abrams got the ball and gets it into Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua's looking to go to work. 
Kicks it back to Abrams at the point. Looking for Bibby on the bend. Doesn't make it. Goes to Hayes down in the post. Back out to Bibby. Bibby takes the three. Can't make it. Come up with the ball. Bendigo is off and go running. Out to McLeod. McLeod looking at the three. Kicks it across to Ashby. Up to O'Hay at the point. Sorry, not O'Hay. It was McLean at the point. She knocks down another three. She's been pretty consistent from out there tonight. Yeah, you mentioned she hit a couple of big shots in the game last night to keep him back in it. It's a one-point ball game with 30 seconds left in this last quarter. Tully Bevilacqua finds herself alone and knocks down a three. Just big her shot. defender went for a bit of a spill. Found herself open and was opportunistic three-point shot there. 17 seconds to go. We've got Chalmers with the ball at the point. Looks to take Bibby all the way. Kicks it to McLean, McLeod on the 45. Can't make the three. Bishop with the board. Seven seconds to go. Bevelacla's out and running. Finds Bibby. Bibby pulls up from the three. Ooh. Can't make it. And three-quarter time. Capitals are leading 62-58 at the quarter break. Well, that's a, a much better quarter for the Capitals. They were able to use some of that uh, dominance that they've had through the game. Perhaps uh, it'd be interesting to see what the stats are like at three-quarter time, whether that uh, shooting percentage was able to even itself out a little bit. And Im- importantly, they've managed to retain their four-point lead, and Tracy Beattie's been sitting down for quite a while because she's had that fourth foul. So, you know, they uh, were able to um, continue to, to keep their lead and maintain the momentum without Tracy on the floor, who has been doing an excellent job for them. So that's a good sign for the Capitals. Yeah, definitely a, uh, a stronger quarter all around for the Capitals there. Good news too, uh, after picking up three fouls in about five minutes in the first quarter, Jess Bibby played that entire third quarter, no foul problem at all. That's right, and that's, you know, in a game like this, you know, she's the sort of player that can come on and just go on one of those crazy Jess Bibby streaks, and uh, she's pretty well unstoppable when she's in one of those. <laughs> also one of those players that doesn't need to be scoring to be able to have an impact on the game and, and have a... Have some control over what's going on out there. Absolutely, and uh, you know, in that quarter for Bendigo, um, you know, they've got some good mileage out of McLean, 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 um, McLeod's been doing a good job. Chalmers, I think, has done an excellent job for yeah. him. She's come in and really, you know, she might not be putting a lot of points on the board for him. She knocked down that big three, which was important, but she's really doing a, you know, a lot of output and a lot of work out on the floor, both defensively. She's harassing the guards. You know, Canberra's got a pretty. Um, formidable guard lineup, and she's Absolutely. been doing an excellent job defensively and at the offensive end of the floor she's been really just distributing the ball well and getting the offense organized we've just got the stat sheet just having a look at what their shooting percentage is caps have picked their percentage up they're out to 47 percent and the uh bendigo spirit have dropped their shooting percentage down to 50 percent so nature balances itself it, that's right <laughs> nature balances itself and uh, but anyway that that's what it's looking like still you know Reasonable, um, reasonably even across the stat sheet for the rest of the staff. You know, rebounds, Capitals are still out rebounding uh, Bendigo. And um, but that's, you know, across the board, it's looking pretty close. And we've got a pretty close game on our hands. Well, the stage is certainly set for this last quarter with the Capitals 62 leading Bendigo 58. Top scorers for the game, Tracy Beattie's got her double-double already. 20 points and 10 rebounds to... Uh, yeah, to cap off a, a, an already fantastic game. So another strong quarter from her as long as she can sit on that last foul. We've got uh, Abby Bishop on 12, Kelly Abrams on 11. For the Bendigo Spirit, Jenna Hay, Karen Ashby and uh, Gabby Richards all with 11 points. And uh, then you have Louise McLean with 8 points. John's Jean listening into the, the third quarter break 
musings of the coaches and their teams, and let's uh, see what he has to say. Yeah, Kerry Graff, talking about the defensive side of the game, wants the tools to stay down in defence. Don't get sucked into jumping into the shot. They've got the height advantage anyway. Make them shoot over the tools was the message there. Also looking to exploit the fact that Jenner O'Hay has three fouls. Go to her at all costs. Underway here in the final term. McLean kicks it to Ashby. Left-hand baseline. There's a foul after the shot on Abby Bishop. So that was... A missed shot there from Ashby, but she will get the opportunity, I think, to go to the... What was it? Uh, it Daryl Corcoran. Shot, so baseline throwing. Baseline, yep. Right, so fresh 24 seconds, nevertheless, for the Bendigo oh. Spirit. Inbound pass. Comes to O'Hay. She drives hard down the right-hand lane. Strong. Used her body well. Absolutely. Nice, strong finish on that one from O'Hay. So 62-60 now. Deficit back to two points for the Bendigo Spirit. Bevilacqua has it outside, triple territory. Little bounce pass, reverse lay-in. Lovely work from Abby Bishop. Great work from Abby Bishop. She just felt the D, rolled off of her, under the basket. Nice reverse lay-in. 64-60, Capitals are leading. McLeod to Chalmers, kicks it back around the arc. Ball now with O'Hay. She goes down low to Ashby, who spots up Chalmers. She drives through the arc, cuts a key. Can't make the shot, though. Ashby pulled it down. It was knocked out of court against the Canberra Capitals. Six seconds to go on the shot clock here. The Bendigo will have to get set for a uh, six-second shot clock, and they'll looking to get a quick score out of this. Tell you what, Jane Chalmers, she has a real burst of pace. Inbound pass to Ashby, who's at the three-throw line. Can't hit the shot, though. Abrams, here she comes. Penetrating dribble down the court. Works it to the three-point line. Pulls back out. Passes, slows things up to Bishop, to Bevilacqua. She goes right-hand baseline, triple team. Kicks it to Beebe, gets it to Bevilacqua. Sorry, that was Abrams, rather. Fired, missed the shot, though, from three-point territory. Though. Good ball movement from the Capitals there. Unfortunately, didn't knock down the shot, but great ball movement. Critical few minutes coming up here. O'Hay almost lost control oh, of it, threw up a prayer, and somehow from her shoelaces made the shot. Yeah, that was terrific. Stayed really strong, took some heavy knocks penetrating to the basket but was able to convert it. 64-62 the Capitals leading. Bevilacqua receives it back from Hayes then oh. drives down the left hand lane. Lovely little work from her. Drills at home. Yeah, important one to make. Caps are retaining their lead. Chalmers coming straight back. Ooh. Oh boy. Chalmers and Bishop have hit the floor. And Chalmers oh. has been called for the offensive foul there. That hurt from here. <laughs> they were both airborne and Chalmers came down on her backside, and Bishop similarly, and Chalmers oh. has been called for the foul, as Michelle has correctly pointed out. But gee, they both got there airborne there, force Michelle. There in that, wasn't there? Wow, I'm surprised uh, either of them got up, John. Both anyway. to their feet. Thank God for that. They appear to be okay. Ball back now with Bevilacqua in the front court for the Capitals. To Bishop. Bishop walking to feed inside to Hayes, but instead kicked it out to Abrams, who feeds Bibby at three-point territory, likes this territory normally. Hits the back of the iron and bounces out of court before Bibby can try and keep it in. Yeah. Look, you know, whilst they haven't knocked down a couple of shots, what I'm really look liking is the fact that they're getting good dribble penetration against the defence and finding the open player on the perimeter. The shots will drop. They've just got to continue to do that. 66-62 the score. The Capitals leading the spirit. Oh, hey, goes all the way herself. They juggled in and out. Didn't get the luck of the shooter's roll on that occasion. And there's 7 minutes and 30 seconds remaining in this final term here at Southern Cross Stadium in Canberra. Hope you're enjoying the action on Sport Radio. John Keogh, Michelle Hocking and Simon Peters bringing in the action this afternoon. Here's Abrams all on her own. Can't hit the three-pointer though. 
Bevilacqua emerges with the basketball and they can reset up with another 24 seconds, Michelle. And that hurts. You know, Bendigo just played some tough defence there, got it down into the last eight seconds and then... Here's Hayes going hard down the left-hand lane. She likes to use her body. Went toe-to-toe with O'Hay but couldn't quite make the bucket. Kathleen McLeod down the court to McLean. Gets it over the top to O'Hay. O'Hay being guarded closely by Hayes. So she passes it off to McLeod. McLeod on the dribble. Eight seconds left. Kicks it back to O'Hay. Three-point territory here. Feeds inside. Clever pass to Ashby. Puts up the shot and she's fouled. Yeah, good penetration from O'Hay. And she found Ashby down on the base. She drew the defense. Dumped to the open player. And Ashby will go to the line. Fourth personal foul for Jess Bibby. Three of them did come in the first quarter. That's right, yes. So she's stayed out of trouble since then. Yeah, she's managed until to get some minutes. Yeah, she's played some good minutes, played, you know, quite a few minutes of the third quarter and is now, you know, two and a half, what are we, two and a half minutes? No, three and a half minutes into this quarter. That's correct. Six and a half minutes gone in this quarter. Ashby at the line makes the first free throw. Deficit back to three points. Flip the second. Nothing but net. 66-64. Two points to lead. The Canberra Capitals with their noses in front of the Bendigo Spirit. Abrams now, the captain, the general of this... Capitals outfit, bounce pass to the corner of Bevilacqua, bounce pass inside to Hayes, kicks it back outside to Bevilacqua, who feeds this young lady, Abby Bishop, who can hit him from anywhere, and she has, to the delight of the Canberra fans. Absolutely, it knocks down another three and extends the Caps' lead out to five points. Again, that came off really good dribble penetration and finding the open player sitting on the perimeter. It Richards, back onto the court, fed inside, used her body well, and the backboard, kissed it in off the glass. 69-66. We've got Bibby on the 45. Got Bevilacqua reverse the ball to Bevilacqua. She's looking for Hayes in the post, feeds it in. Always oh, a foul here against yeah. Chalmers. She tried to double team as Hayes went to work on Ashby. Absolutely. And probably, you know, not a bad foul in that situation because she really, she just found um, Bibby wide open on the 45 there. So, got Beatty coming back into the game. Krista Hayes is coming to have a rest. She's had a few good minutes out there. She's made a good contribution to the team. For Beattie to dominate inside again. Straight into her. 69-66. Here's Beattie against Richards. Oh, great great pass to the cutting Abrams, who just couldn't drop the lane down the right-hand lane. Somehow knocked to her by Bishop, and she puts back the easy putback. That's great. You know... Give her a little bit of confidence because it hurts when you miss those easy put-ins. But um, she got the second chance at it and didn't make the same mistake. Clever tap there from Bishop as well. Mark that down as an assist to her, I think. Mm. At the other end of the court, unravelling is Bendigo. So Canberra emerged. Bibby it is. Kicks it back outside now. Abrams feeds it to the post of Beatty. Bishop thought about the triple attempt. The give and go from Bevilacqua. Now kicks it back outside to Bibby. Can't hit the triple. Ball bounces high off the ring. Richards grabs it on the bounce. Passes to O'Hay. Still in the backcourt. Passes now to her teammate Kathleen McLeod. Michelle Hocking pointing something out there. Oh, I think we got Graffy's going to call a timeout here. So she'll be wanting to talk about something. Ten oh, seconds on the shot clock. Bishop goes down. O'Hay looked good off the hand. It juggled out though. Deserved to drop. Didn't. Yeah. Capitals 71-66, five points to lead, four minutes 30 remaining in the final term. Bendigo need to get a stop here. Perhaps it's extended out to five points, you know, four and a half minutes to go. They don't really want to get any further behind. Great pass from Kelly Abrams. To Bibby, who was fouled. Sorry, to Bishop, who was fouled. I think 
Carrie Greff's actually just cancelling her timeout, but we've got but, Bernie but, Harrow has called one instead. He wants to talk about it. He, understandably, you know, they're five points down, four and a half minutes to go. Capitals are starting to look like they're finding a little bit of rhythm offensively. They're getting a lot of activity, a lot of flash-cut action, which is creating so many opportunities for them. Even if they're drawing the D on that flash-cut action into the paint, they're finding the player open on the perimeter. And, you know, Abby Bishop has knocked down a few threes from out there, so that's a danger for um, Bendigo. Critical moments coming up in this match. Four minutes 26 remaining in the final term. 71-66 to score. We'll look at the team fouls quickly in this final quarter. The Capitals on two and Bendigo on three. So that's something, Michelle, that Bendigo are going to have to be wary of. Absolutely. They certainly don't want to come out and rack up another one too quickly. Um, you know, because then from then on it's... Uh, putting the Capitals on the line each time and particularly if they're coming down the stretch and they need to stop play um, by using some fouls. They don't want to be in a situation where they actually have to use fouls and, and put the team on the foul line. Uh, mind you, the Capitals haven't shot particularly well from the foul line this game, but I would expect that, you know, 57% is not great, but I would expect that uh, under the pressure you'd hope they'd make a few more of those. So Bernie Harrow looked quite relaxed in his address there to the Bendigo Spirit. Simon Peters, you're courtside. What's going on? Yeah, Bernie, uh, his usual inimitable relaxed style, but but definitely uh, made clear that they need to dig deep defensively. That he acknowledged the fact that they had a tough game last night, and that you know that it's been a tough game here today too. But he really wants them to try to slow down the Caps offense. He mentioned that uh, they're moving well over the first two or four passes, but then they're, they're getting lazy, they're getting tired, not making that extra step once uh, people are coming off screens and stuff. So he's really asked them to step it up defensively. Believes that that happens, then the rest will come good. Bishop makes one of two at the free throw line. Lead out to six for the Capitals, 72-66. Kathleen McLeod walks it into the front court. Gabrielle Richards a long way from home at the perimeter to McLean, being guarded closely by Abrams, so she flicks it to Ashby on the left-hand baseline. Ashby picked up the dribble, lost control of it, turnover. Bevilacqua penetrating dribble down the court, thought about going all the way, then backs it out on the dribble. And the Capitals will just take their time and probably look to milk at the clock in this final four minutes a little bit. They're up by six points. Beatty pivots, passes to Bibby, who's in the low post, somehow got free. And an easy shot off the backboard. That's a sign of tightness. The Bendigo are just getting beat on pure flash cut action at the moment. And uh, that hurts. And sometimes, you know, when you get tired mentally, when you're tired physically, it's hard to, you know, keep adjusting to the ball as the ball moves and just get beaten on that first step. It's going to take a big effort now from Bendigo. There's still plenty of time. Three minutes 40, but they do trail by eight points. Ashby. On the perimeter, oh, bounce pass to McLeod, who was she tripped over by Bevilacqua because she fell to the ground and there has been a foul called. And it is Tully Bevilacqua called for a personal foul. So three team fouls apiece. Yeah, fourth personal for Tully, three team fouls apiece. O'Hay's coming back in for McLean. It looks like Pardon will come back in. I imagine that would be for Chalmers. We'll wait and see. Spot on. Chalmers walking off the court now. Pardon yeah. replacing her. You know... Bernie needs to put some players out there. They're renowned for... Sh they're both shooters, so, you know, they've got to look to be taking the shots as soon as... Oh, oh McLeod's gone down on a slippery part of the yeah. court where she just tripped over before. That time it wasn't because of a foul. No. And the referee, Peter Wright, has correctly called the squeegee lad onto the court to give it a bit of a mop. And Bendigo will get another opportunity here. Yeah. 
So 74-66. Eight points difference, three and a half minutes to go. Not, not impossible, but they certainly want to get a score this possession. Definitely. Far from impossible, but it is going to take a big effort here from Bendigo, that is for sure. They need a win here to get back into the top four. Oh, turnover against McLeod. She received a wayward pass. And then, unfortunately, really had to foul Tully Bevelacqua by necessity. Absolutely. And there has been a timeout called here by the coach of the Bendigo Spirit, Bernie Harrower, with mm. 3 minutes 25 remaining. So things not really going according to plan there for Bendigo, Michelle. No, definitely not. And, you know, that's uh, I think the sort of the errors that we're, trying, we're starting to see or the breakdowns that we're starting to see out of Bendigo are actually a, a symptom of the tiredness, their fatigue. It's, um, you know, little things like we talked about before where they're getting beaten on flashcard action and where they're getting... Um, you know, just being silly, like passes like that, which are just, you know, purely tired mental mistakes that they're making. And, and understandable, they had a big night last night. And this first three quarters, three and a half quarters of this game have been a tough outing for them as well. So Bendigo staring down the eyes of a double road trip defeat mm. here in Canberra last night and again this afternoon. It makes it very difficult for them looking, you know, forward um, towards the finals. I know that... Um, the, certainly the Dandenong Sydney game that was to be played on Friday night and had to be um, postponed due to uh, the floor was uh, unable to be played on because of the thunderstorms. Yes. You know, that was going to be an important game because it's really Dandenong and Bendigo that are, you know, fighting out for those positions. So, you know, they've really put, in many ways, taken the, um, their fate out of their own hands and are relying on other results now. Incidentally, that match between Sydney and Dandenong will be played on Monday night. Of course, it was meant to be played on Friday night. So Canberra looking to join Christchurch, Adelaide and the AIS's winners in round 15 of the WNBL. Beatty. Oh, great pass down the left-hand lane to Abrams. This time she makes no mistake. Absolutely. She has just been incredibly active offensively tonight. Just terrific flash cut action. And, and the girls are finding us. That's great. 10-point lead. 76-66. And they are on track for that at least 80 points here, the Canberra Capitals. And you'd have to say it's going to be closer to 90. Three minutes remaining. Bibby was Bishop who tapped it away to the advantage of Bevilacqua. So turnover against Bendigo. And they do look a bit spent out there. Kathleen McLeod chasing tail. Tully Bevilacqua at the moment. Bevilacqua gets free. Goes to work against O'Hay. Can't make the reverse lay-in though. McLeod emerges with the basketball. Down the right-hand wing now. Has it knocked away from her by Abrams. Great defensive work. Falls to the advantage of Beatty passes to Bevilacqua. Hurst could have gone all the way, backed it out and decided she didn't want to go one-on-one -on -one against the taller and stronger Jenna O'Hay and thought, I'll milk some time here too. Clever play by Nat Hurst. Absolutely smart decision. Ten points to lead, two minutes 15 remaining. Seven seconds on the shot clock. Hook shot from Bishop. Nothing but net. Yeah, just step through, mate. Created some space for herself. Step through the hole, a nice little hook shot. On a run now, the Canberra Capitals. Ashby, through arms to Pardon with McLeod. Right-hand baseline. Pulls up with the shot. Looked good off the hand. Just didn't quite drop. Bishop claims the rebound. And Bevilacqua just walking it slowly into the front court. Kathleen McLeod guarding her. Oh, great pass to Beattie. Turns around. Easy shot here. Probably should have done better. Goes to work on the rebound against Bit Richards. Was tapped to Bevilacqua, and she put it in easily under the basket. 
right. Beverly Aquas really had a, a big role in this last quarter. She stepped it up and done the job. Got some good scores offensively and some big defensive plays as well. Ashby fires but doesn't connect from the three-point arc. 80-66. to 66. So Canberra have dominated the last three minutes of this contest. Just over a minute remaining now. Yeah, the body language of Bendigo says it all, doesn't it? They're really just lost now. They... Whoops, turnover from Beattie the turns it over, tried to keep it in court and threw it out of court in the process. And Bernie Harrow is putting his bench through, giving the girls a bit of a rest. But you can see just in the body language, I think in the last couple of minutes from Bendigo, that they really weren't physically or mentally able to, get, to push it any further. And uh, it's taken its toll. I think that game last night has really taken its toll today. Gabby Richards. Head in her towel at the moment. She's obviously disappointed and spent as well. Two big games in 24 hours for the Bendigo Spirit here. A heartbreaking overtime loss. Sunk by a Nicole Hunt halfway shot on the buzzer in overtime last night. Absolutely heartbreaking. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> Tully Bevilacqua takes the sit down, as does Kelly Abrams, to the delight of the Canberra fans here. Michaela Benny onto the court for her first minutes this afternoon. Ashby kicks it back outside, left-hand baseline. Putting up the shot there was Finnegan. Couldn't drop, though. Hurst now with 30 seconds remaining in the game. Passes to Benny. Benny picks up the dribble, passes to Beatty. Around the perimeter now with Hurst. Hurst being guarded by Chalmers. Lobs it over the top to Bishop, who feeds it outside to Benny. Unloads on the triple, can't make it. Chalmers would have to be the smallest player on the court, I reckon, to be I out of her is. and Nat Hurst, and I think she looks slightly she, shorter. She does, she does. She does look a little smaller. But she's got a ginormous leap on her. That was a terrific <laughs> rebound from her, and she really gets in there and has a go. Passes back outside to McLean. On the buzzer, hits the shot, and it counts. A crowding to referee... Peter Wright, but at the end of the day, it will make little difference because Canberra Capitals have prevailed here at Southern Cross Stadium in the nation's capital. 80 points to 68, home by 12 points. And Michelle, they really capped it off in the last four or five minutes. Before that, the game was still up the grabs. Yeah, absolutely. Bendigo really stuck it out for the first three and a half quarters. But we did talk about in the first half when the Capitals, when the game was going at a really quick, fast pace, about whether Bendigo would be able to maintain that for the entire game. And I think that for those last five minutes, it's, you know, that fatigue started to set in and the mental and physical errors started to come in, creep into the game and, um, you know, it started to, to take its its toll and it's it's really hard and it'll be a really disappointing weekend for the Bendigo spirit. Those girls, you know, played such a tough game last night and they, they really hung at it again today in this first, as I said, first three and a half quarters, but um, very, very difficult road trip for them. Really, their season was on the line and I... I think that probably that may have done their chances in, you know, and, and that's really disappointing. You know, new franchise, first season in the league, and, um, you know, they've had a stellar. They've been terrific they for the league. Been. They have been really terrific. A real league. surprise packet too, I suppose. I mean, yeah. you look at their playing list, yes, they've got some very good players, but putting together a whole new club, let alone just a playing roster, 
Exactly. They've done remarkably well. Absolutely remarkably. And I know that, like, just Victorian, country Victoria basketball is just loving the fact that they've got a team in the National League and they're really getting great support from their local community and, the, and regional Victoria gen- generally. So, um, you know, it's great to see them in the league and they really have done a fantastic job in their first season of, of the league. We're going to have a quick chat with Kelly Abrams in a second. We're just getting her to come down to our broadcast broadcast desk and then we'll have a quick chat with Kelly and, and see what she's got to say about the game. So well, let's get we'll, on. We'll pop her on now. Yeah. Great win for you guys, Kelly. One that you really wanted to get, no doubt. Yeah, it was a huge game for us coming in uh, tonight and, you know, we had to make sure we got the split over Bendigo. It was really crucial for us and, you know, also to send a message that if um, come finals time we meet you guys again, then we've got the upper hand. Absolutely. And you personally, Kelly, I think it was your, first ga- your best game for this season. You really seemed to just be offensively so active and getting some really great flash cut action and creating opportunities not only for yourself but for other players as well. Yeah, I mean, I must admit it's been a little bit frustrating for me this season. Um, you know, I've been waiting for that game to come all season and you know I'm glad it came tonight and uh, you know I've been a bit inconsistent but you know if I can involve others in, in the game and get them involved too and you know it's tough to stop teams when you've got five people in double figures. Absolutely and, and defensively you're always good but I thought that tonight as a group the Capitals really did a fantastic job. I think you know you've struggled previously with the ball screen action Particularly, but tonight you are much better. At much, today, sorry, you're much more focused on that. Is something you worked on? Yeah, I mean, we've been really focusing on our defence at, at practice, and you know, working on uh, preventing the guards from turning the corner offensively. And you know, Abby Bishop and, and Tracy Beattie, you know, as soon as the guards turn the corner, they've got a, they've sh- they're showing into into Tracy and Abby, and that's really that's really hard for anybody um, to turn the corner and try and go into that. But um, you know, credit to Tracy. I think it was one of her first games this season. She didn't actually foul out, but. Boy, we look good when we're active on the split line and we've got great help, D. Yeah, absolutely. And at the offensive end of the floor, particularly in the first, uh, I guess, first half of the game, you were really focused on getting the ball to Tracy and you did a great job of that. You isolated and, and some of that comes through the fact that you and other players on the perimeter were so active and, and looking at your own scoring options that it creates things for your bigs as well. That's right. I think it's something we've been lacking this season. I think, you know, once we throw the ball into Tracy, we tend to stand and watch and, and just let her go to work and... You know, that's really putting a lot of pressure on her. But if we can, you know, everyone else step up and be a threat, then, then it makes it difficult for everybody to guard someone in particular. But, um, you know, Trace, Trace had a good game tonight. So did Abby. And, you know, it's just a great team contribution all around. Yeah, it was good contributions. So you got good minutes out of Krista Hayes. I think particularly since probably two games before Christmas, she's really started to, from my perspective, feel like um, she's a, part, a bit more part of the group and understands what her role is and, and makes a solid contribution every time she takes the floor. Yeah, she does. And that's something, you know, Krista can be really great at is getting on the boards for us and, and you know, I think she's shown that in the last few games that you know if we do have the other bigs get into foul trouble that she can come and step in and, and start to flow into our game and I think that's something she struggled with in the first half of the season but I think she's starting to find her feet now. And next weekend's big weekend for you guys you've got uh, two games you've got Perth on the Friday night followed by Boleyn on the Saturday you know, this week, what will training look like for you guys? Um, you know, training this week won't be any different to um, previous weeks. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll go three times this week. And, you know, obviously the first focus will be on Perth. We're not thinking too far ahead of, of Boleyn. And, um, you know, we've just got to take care of business and make sure that we, you know, 
we went to Perth and we dropped that against Perth. And, you know, by no stretch, they're no easy team. So we've got to respect them as, as you know, as we do Bulleen. So Bulleen aren't out of the equation yet in the top four. So we've just got to take care of business and take one game at a time. And it's a really tight season, isn't it? I, th- I think it's been a few years, from my memory, it's probably about five years since we've had such a tight sort of season with, you know, five or six teams that are really vying for those positions. What do you think, you know, the expansion of the league and, you know, it's evened out some of the competition? Is What, what do you think made it that way this year? Oh, you know, I guess a combination of things. When I look at Bendigo and the way they're playing and, you know, there's a lot of energy going into a new franchise and a lot of, you know, corporate support and, and support from their local community. So, you know, they're trying to make something special happen and, you know, they're a young team but they're, they're talented. So, you know, I think credit to them. You know, they've come in and, and shown, look, we, we can compete in this league and, and um, you know, I think it is great for the league and it's terrific and, you know, you can't take any match easily and, and I think that's where we perform best is under, under pressure. You know, our back's against the wall and it, we've got to say, hey, you know, are we serious about winning this thing? Well, we've got to show it and put it out on the floor. It's, it's you know, enough to talk it, but you've got to go, you've got to go out and action it. And going into the final series, I think the Caps, one of the things that you have to know that you have over some of these other teams that will be in, in vying for that position is, is that experience and that finals experience and knowing that you can get the job done. Is that something that you talk about? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, as you, as you hit the nail on the head, you know, we've got the experience. We know what it takes to win championships. So we've been there before. You know, that's an advantage over other teams that are just, you know, inexperienced and, you know, perhaps coming down to the clutch, they're not quite sure, you know, um, what to run offensively but you know defensively if we can step it up and you know limit teams down to you know below 60 points and we didn't quite get it done tonight you know normally our target's 60 65 but you know we'll take 68 and, and take the win yeah and we've got a couple of the girls made their milestones tonight got natty hurst 150 games all with the capitals that's fairly unique yeah, oh, you know, it's been a long time coming and uh, I'm so proud of Natty and the way she, that she's playing at the moment and, you know, she's enjoying hooping, she's, she's reaping the rewards of putting in the hard work and, you know, I haven't got enough words to, to talk about Natty, you know, I've seen her come through the junior program and, you know, I feel privileged to be playing alongside her and now seeing her to develop into a great basketballer. She is having a good season, and Jess Bibby as well, 200 games. Well, we never thought that she might, there was that issue where she may never have come back and played. So. Yeah, she's, you know, she's special, Bib, and I'm so glad that she came to our club. She just fits our mould terrific, and, you know, you couldn't ask for a better teammate. Um, you know, she's, she's just the consummate uh, team player, and, you know, when her shots aren't dropping, well, you know, she finds other ways to get involved into the game, and she brings that, you know, a bit like Tully, she brings that enthusiasm and that, that pressure on other teams when she runs the floor and uh you know she's i'm very proud of her too now listen you've got uh how many games you played you're up around the 200 200 Uh, a couple of weeks ago was it is that right uh i believe it's probably 200 for canberra against uh perth next friday um so i think i'm yeah uh just beyond the 200 mark overall in the whole league Yep. So are you aiming to overtake the Linda Muir who holds the most games played for Canberra or, or are we just thinking finals right now and we'll worry about that at the end of the season? Yeah, um, I guess it's not something I consciously think about. Um, you know, it's always nice to achieve milestones and, you know, I suppose they're, they're always in the back of your mind somewhere. But, you know, for, for the most part, I'm concentrating on one game at a time and, you know, helping us get to finals and, you know, if we can push for that sixth uh, championship. All right, then. Thanks for your time, Kel. Good game and good luck for next week. Thanks. Well, Kelly Abrams, pretty much... Um, you'd be hoping she'll uh, she'll take over that mantle of the most games played for the Capitals because if you think about this Capitals dynasty that's been going over the last seven or eight years, 
she has been a very integral part of that entire thing. We've uh, got a copy of the final stats now. Just looking at them, of course, the score, 80 to 68 there. Only 10 points scored by Bendigo in that last quarter, so the Capitals doing a, a very good defensive job in the last final and, and I guess, most tiring uh, quarter of the game. And that is a trend that's sort of continued for Bendigo throughout this season, these last quarter fade-outs as well. There was a game earlier in the year where I think they scored only two points in wow. the last quarter against Bulleen. And I remember it's happened in one or two other games as well. So that may be just some sort of concern there for Bernie Harrower. The girls fading out late in the game. Probably a little bit excusable tonight because of the overtime loss last night to the OS. They could be though. forgiven for having a little less energy at the, the end of today's game. But uh, certainly, yeah, something, something to think about. Uh, a few players have come into this program that are playing WNBL for the first time. So it, it is a big step up from ABA. It's a different level of intensity. Um, certainly against a team like the Capitals, you know, they're... There's a lot of experience in that Caps lineup. They know that you need to play the whole 40 games. You've got to really grind it out for the whole thing. So you'd expect that maybe that inexperience to show a little bit more against some of the more experienced teams. Just looking at the uh, top scorers for the game. For the Capitals, Tracy Beattie came away with 20 points and 12 rebounds. Gee. Another double-double for Tracy B. Uh, Abby Bishop also double-double, 20 points, 10 rebounds. And they're always going to be two critical players against a, a fairly small Bendigo team. Very much so. Um, you know, Gab Richards is a, is a legitimate big player, but then if you look at Ashby, she's got some height, but you wouldn't call her a big. No, definitely she's not. She's that sort of slashing forward kind yeah. of player. Uh, interesting note, Capitals came away with 19 offensive rebounds. Between the, between uh, well, by, between Bishop and Beattie on their own, they came away with 11 offensive rebounds. The entire Bendigo team only had seven offensive rebounds for the night. So one area of the stats where they really dominated Canberra were just able to crash that offensive glass and uh, and turn that into scoring opportunities. Uh, for Bendigo, Jenna Hay came away with 15 points, Karen Ashby and Gab Richards with 13, and Louise McLean with some nice shooting. She finished up with 10 points as well, but really the story of the game was probably that dominance on the offensive glass that the Capitals had. They were uh, just seeing if there's a stat that uh, gives us our second chance points, which you would uh, definitely call that. No, just trying to look at it here, but nothing's jumping out to mind. But yeah, as we were just saying, Michelle's jumped back on the, the headphones now. The Capitals with 19 offensive rebounds. Uh, Bendigo only with seven. Uh, that's, you know, therein lies a story, doesn't it? I think, uh, you know, just the fact that um, particularly Tracy Beattie picked up so many second chances. Not just Tracy, you know. Some of the little guys were getting in there in Tully, picked up a few offensive boards, and I'd imagine Natty Hurst. Natty Hurst with three. Yeah, exactly, you Bishop know. Bishop with five, Beattie with six. That hurts. That stuff hurts. So, Absolutely. And it makes a big, gives you a second chance at stuff, and it always makes it very difficult to compete. And, it's, and sometimes it's that real heartbreaker stuff when someone gets in, you know, you just grind away and you grind away for D for 20 odd seconds and you get them down to the last second shot and you think great we've done a good job and then they come up with the ball and you've got to play D for another 24 seconds that ouch that, you can know, crush you, yeah. that crushes you particularly in a game like this which was so tight for the entire game and uh, anyway you know disappointing Bendigo will be absolutely shattered but um, well that's ooh. the thing even if only half of those 19 offensive boards turn into scores there you know there's still 20 points that's exactly so right you know that just kills you that stuff but uh pretty much even across the board 
everywhere else. 17 turnovers, which is fairly, yeah, not great for Bendigo. The Capitals only with nine. So the Capitals off, ran their offense pretty well tonight. I thought they were patient. They had that that brain explosion toward the end of the first quarter there where they were getting upset with the ref calls and stuff. But apart from that two or three minutes, they really were in control for most of the game. They really took it all on board. Absolutely. So, you know, good win for the Capitals. They beat Bendigo Spirit 80 to 68, and they got two games next weekend, another important uh, weekend for them. And, you know, they're really focused on going through to the finals. Probably the highlight of today's game, and you mentioned it, you just interviewed with, with Kelly Abrams, just came out with, you know, a, a, one of her career best. And, you know, didn't score tons of points, but she came away with 15 points and, and just seemed to be in control of, of both ends of the floor, defensively and offensively. Yeah, absolutely. And, she, and that's it. She was participating in all elements of the game, and that's the Kelly Abrams of old. This season, I, you know, she's, had, she's still had a really good season, and certainly defensively, she's been her usual dominant self, and, um, you know, at the offensive end of the floor, she's certainly finding the open player and that sort of stuff. But I just think tonight, she was creating so much more for her, herself and for other players. By her becoming an offensive threat, um, it really creates opportunities for other people. And she, in particular, just continually found Tracy Beattie in the paint and, uh, you know, delivered some really great passing uh, passes to her. Classic abs at the business end of the season. That's right. That's what we love to see. Well, thank you very much for joining us here at uh, sportradio.com.au. I'm Simon Peters on behalf of uh, Michelle Hocking and John Keogh. We'll bid you good afternoon and we'll see you at the game next week.